now, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore, thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. Really? I'm going to answer that question in 30 seconds. All right. All right. Well, why is it playing that instead of what I thought it was supposed to be playing? Really? Really. All right. Don't you hate it when that happens? Yeah, hold on a second. You play something and then you get this ad instead. But... No, it wasn't an ad. No, that is an ad. It was... No, it wasn't actually. It's a pre-roll ad. It really is. I've oh. seen it a number of times. Well, here's our opening. Years ago, my father's mother's father uh-huh. led the clan of Nicholson. He and my great grandmother had four lovely daughters. Yeah, we did. And a strong and honest son. This is Twyla Pierce, by the way. And they traveled on. In Oklahoma We're going to play this Let people come in Yeah Christian heritage is a good thing, people. Comments there. Some never knew my name. No, they didn't. Of course, it's 70 years ago. It was more like 85 years ago now. Of this song is so good. 
Uh, I could just sit here and play Twilight Paris music all day. Yeah, I could. The Warriors of Child, you guys remember that one? That's a great song. How beautiful. That's another great song. Yeah, it is. Maybe we'll play The Warriors of Child later. So actually, 70 years ago was... Which tie says only pay for what you need with Liberty Mutual. That's right. <laughs> um, Liberty this Mutual. is not brought to you by Liberty Mutual. Of course, that 70 years ago was 97 years ago now. That was off by quite a bit. Because that was released in 1993, people. Wow. So, um, yeah. 27 years ago... I think it's interesting how people are now calling people people because I started calling people people. People have always been called people. I know, but not in English a, anyway. But not as a name. They haven't been like called people because they're people. Yeah, it's yeah. And hmm. if it was Spanish, yeah, it's it'd, it'd be yeah. It would be kind of be disrespectful. You know, the sort of equivalent word in Spanish for people is gente. And so, but you would, that would be like if you're writing something, an article about people, people, you know, people, this, people, that. But addressing a group of people, you know, it'd be like we do in English, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, you know. Huh. Um. And so, if you were to, you know, damas y, um, I don't know, like, you know, señores and señores, or damas y um, caballeros, or whatever, or, um, you know, if you were to say gente, and you know, to their face, <laughs> mm -hmm. it wouldn't, it wouldn't it'd be considered disrespectful, just so you know, but, but it's, you know, so... That, yeah, calling people people is, um, yeah, just, it's you. And apparently it's contagious, people. So you're going to do the Twilight Terrorist Marathon after all? This means it's going to get partially blocked on Facebook. Oh, well. Good last time. Facebook loves us. Favorite on YouTube. We'll just go through the chorus here. We love this song. They don't know that I go running home when I fall down. They don't know who picks me up when no one is around. I drop my sword and cry for just. Cause deep inside this armor The warrior is a child Hey, nice harmony, Harp. I'm uh, mm -hmm. getting it from uh, JDB on the... Uh... Uh-huh, yeah, they... <laughs> I'm a Cause this armor is the best. Yep. But even soldiers need a quiet place to rest. Everybody. Yep. Yeah, they do. They actually do. <laughs> they will see the enemies that lay me at his feet. They don't know. Deep inside this armor, the warrior is a child. Uh-huh. 
got a show to do <laughs> i know this is why we're not on real radio people just so you yeah, know <laughs> because we're we're doing a poor sing-along with copyrighted material eh, who cares apparently you do not yeah sorry twyla mm-hmm. love the vocorder there at the end it's just, it's just so like 80s yeah, it is. All right, we'll just stop that abruptly. Okay, so people, hello. That should give us enough time for five more people to come into the show. Hey, the vocoder's coming back, you know. I'm sure it is, actually. Yeah. So, in case you didn't know, today is Randall's and my anniversary of the day he proposed to me 20, 28 years ago. So... Oh. I decided that it would be fun. Engagement anniversary. To uh, relive our, you know, walk in our steps from 28 years ago. <laughs> Some of if, them. If you... <laughs> so, so if you want to see that, just go over to Periscope and watch the previous scope before the current one that's on there. And, yeah. We, you know. we did a significantly modified version compared to the way it was. Yes. 28 years ago. So Gloria's here. Yeah, Gloria actually asked how my chicken strips were. You know, Carl's Jr. chicken strips really aren't my favorite. If I have to, oh. if I have to, okay, so I'm a chicken strip connoisseur, right? So let you me are. just say, well, <laughs> I will say Culver's are too sweet. I don't like Chick-fil-A because they're too sweet. Um, so my favorite chicken strips from any fast food place is Kentucky Fried Chicken. I think they have the best chicken strips because I think that they well, actually have... Well, it's not about salt. It's about 11 herbs and they spices. They have the best chicken, in my opinion. They do. Popeye's... Just saying. <laughs> the Popeye, the whole chick, The In fact, I saw this thing today, Randall, um, on a... I think it was TikTok. Somebody played this thing. You know, Family Feud, they do the top 10, you know, give yeah. me the top 10 answers. Um, uh... The question was, what was Popeye's favorite food? And the girl that hit the buzzer first, she said, uh, oh, chicken. chicken. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know how old she was. I'm strong to the finish because I eat me chicken. <laughs> so everybody was like, all right, chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I can see the confusion. And I know. Especially if she's like under 30 or something. <laughs> That was so funny. Oh my gosh, that was so funny. Uh, It made me laugh. Anyway, so. (laughs) Anyway, yeah, so we just just kind of thought it would be fun to relive part of our engagement dinner. Yeah, which had nothing to do with family food or Popeyes. Didn't didn't have anything to do with it. Just so you know. I know, right? All right. Well, you know, I have a lot to talk about, but I actually pulled a couple stories. Um, I am really all of a sudden just feeling really tired. I mean, I played a lot of pickleball today, so I played over two hours of pickleball. So, like, my upper thighs are tired, you know, my whole body is really tired. But um, I wanted to get to this article that appeared over on the Gateway Pundit. And there's an accompanying video uh, which says, Pure evil, anti-Trump group led by wife abuser George Conway releases ad-mocking evangelical Christians. Yeah, you know, there are some haters in the world, but listen to this. It says, George Conway is widely regarded as a Trump hater and abusive husband. 
On a daily basis, this animal goes out on the internet to embarrass and harass his lovely wife. Democrats and the liberal media love it, and abuser George Conway loves the attention. On Wednesday, George Conway and a shady group of Trump haters released an ad attacking President Trump and several American evangelical leaders. Democrats think this will swing evangelicals away from Trump and into the arms of the Christian haters. This is a disgusting ad. Okay, we're going to play it just so you can see it. Um, And then you can, you know, look at why it's disgusting and... Um, really, honestly, let, before we, we see this together as a family, huh. let me ask you something to think about. Let's just pretend for a second that what we're about to watch is an ad mocking devout followers of Islam and an Islamic president. Okay. And then see what the media backlash would be like. So this is about two and a half minutes, actually. And there is kind of music in the background, which is kind of weird, I guess. But um, but and forgive the language because they cut some language from Donald Trump. That's not, you know, quote. Fortunately, there's no F words, but, you know, it's Donald Trump. So what do you expect? Right. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. This Roll is that called, bean this footage. This is called the MAGA church, the Make America Great Again church. Yeah, go for it. Evangelicals, Christians of every denomination, and believers of every faith have never had a greater champion, not even close, in the White House than you have right now. I think you know that. Yes. Yes. Prayer? Let's pray together, may we? Yes. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Have you ever asked God for forgiveness? Why, why do I have to, you know, repent? Why do I have to ask for forgiveness? have entered into the heart of our president. You ask a lot of stupid questions. I have never seen a more biblical president than I have seen in Donald Trump. So right now, let every demonic network... You are the enemy of the people. Let it be broken. Let it be torn down in the name of Jesus. Here is the Republican platform. And if you don't support me, you're going to be so goddamn poor. If President Trump is not reelected, here is the word of God. There is going to be a backlash against people of faith like we cannot imagine. Where do you stand? I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? I watch a man that comes out and fights for righteousness. Like to punch him in the face, I'll tell you. The Pope would have only wished and prayed. Thank you, sir, for uniting our nation and calling us to prayer. That Donald Trump would have been present. I think the Pope needs to seek Donald Trump's forgiveness. He's a pussy. I think God put him there. Get that son of a bitch off the field. Let the angel of the Lord encamp around about him. God raised up, I believe, Donald Trump. To say no to President Trump would be saying no to God. I don't bring God into that picture. I don't. Romans 13 does give President Trump moral authority to use whatever force necessary. I'm going to bomb the shit out of him. You need to send in 35,000. Including a This book right here will tell you how to vote. I'm confident that the Lord is at work here. We haven't been a picture. He's he's had a change of heart. Ridiculous bullshit. If you do not write that P.O. box and you do not call that toll-free number, you're going to write your checks to Paula White Ministry. You will never see sustainment in your life and your dream will die. Trump is a test. Whether you're even saved. They can act differently for different people. Somehow God put him in this position. And everybody said, Amen. I am the chosen one. Somebody had to do it. This is a hoax. This is a terrible hoax perpetrated on our country. Good editing, don't you think? Uh, Randall, was that the first time you saw that? Uh, that's the uh, second time that I saw that. I previewed it before the show. So what you, would you think? Hey, it's politics. All's, <laughs> all's, you know, all's fair uh-huh. and love and war and politics. Um, yep. Yeah, I don't think this is the best that American Christians can do, and we've talked about that. Right. And And, you know, some of the 
evangelical leaders highlighted in this are kind of have set themselves up for a little bit of ridicule. I wouldn't personally I don't see Paula White as an evangelical leader. I think yeah. I see her as a word of faith teacher. Right. Which is outside the norm of biblical Christianity in my opinion. And I know mm-hmm. some people disagree with that, but you know, this is my show. Well, so you're if, hearing my opinion. People. Yeah, but if you're making the differentiation between maybe the Roman Catholic or a liturgical church and the evangelical well, church yeah, and, and those broad categories, she falls into evangelicalism. Eh. But yeah, in those broad categories. So, but the editing in that video is sure. very good. Yeah, that's pretty I, good. You know, I mean, this is what can make. I mean, if somebody really hated me and Randall and wanted to take the time to oh, yeah. take little they, sound bites, they can I'm make gonna a sneeze, whole. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> Fortunately, he didn't get me. No. My cat does. My cat loves to get on me and then <laughs> right in my face. Yeah. And all of this cat snot comes all over my face. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I mean, if somebody. If somebody really wanted to do a hit piece on me and Bareface, we would. Yeah. There's plenty of things you can totally, totally take out of contract context. Yeah. Um, Paula, White, did she actually sustainment? I think so. Sustainment. Sustainment. So uh, if you don't send in your thirty-five thousand dollars or whatever, then there'll be there'll be no. You know, sustainment of your dream or something like that. Anyway. Uh, I don't know. Let's read some comments here over on Periscope. And I want to say hi to Forrest and Barb over there on YouTube. And I don't know if anybody else is watching anywhere else, but you are. YouTube. Yeah. I just got insulted by somebody. They told me that I mock gays. They said, cry me a river. You, you mock gays. You need a gay. Go fix your hair. You look like you just got shocked. I blocked them. Van Gogh, right. really. Come up with the own original. Well, anyway, so somebody says here, 20, Vision 20 says, if you follow Trump, then you make a mockery of Christianity. Follow Trump, make it a mockery. Okay. Right. I, I, I can see that. You know, the way the, you know, I don't know. I can't think of who it was there in the one piece. This is the, you know, this is the Trump platform right here. You know, with his yeah. hands in the Bible. Yeah. Ah, it's a little... Yeah, I, I, right. They go on to say it's heretical to say that Christians are not truly saved if they don't support Trump. I don't totally, know. I don't yeah. know that it's heretical per se, but it's stupid to say. It's, it's yeah, not, it's ridiculous it's not to say. Biblical. Well, if it's not biblical, it's. Then Gloria heretical. says, "Oh my, using God's name in vain, not good at all." Yeah, we don't know that. I I don't know that that was a clip from before. I don't know when that clip was taken. And she says, but I do believe he's in the White House for a reason. Wow. And then 20 Vision 20 says, yes, Trump is in the White House for a reason. People in purple states voted for him. For him. That's why. Gloria says he has done some good things. Yes, good. That was, it was good. Ed- it was good editing. Trump has done good things for himself and his blindly loyal supporters only. No comments on Paula White. Bring Obama back. Deputy gay man says, okay. <laughs> and Gloria says to W Gay Man, heck no. Uh heck no. He needs to go. No. Anyone's better than Trump. Trump is making this world become crazy. All because of these shootings are because of him. Okay, well if you give Trump that much power <laughs> you should never give any person that much power or credit. I mean, seriously. Yeah, I I have a problem, uh, you know, on both sides of this. Um, yeah, there's I say there's room for this sort of uh, uh, sort of mockery and disdain. I think it's a bit arrogant to say that there's never been a better you know advocate for evangelicals in the White House, you know, like ever. Like maybe the first five presidents weren't, <laughs> you know. Trump is making us hate each other. Uh, I don't uh, hate people. I mean, I really don't. People have been hating people since the garden. Since before Trump. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Long before Trump. I don't even pay attention to Donald Trump, to be honest. I only read headlines. I bring them here and then I talk about it here. Literally what you hear me talk about here about Donald Trump is literally all I ever talk about him. Right, Bareface? 
Yeah. I, mean, I don't ever talk about politics. It's so funny. All my the, friends are like, don't you talk about politics on Bible News Radio? I'm like, not much. Nope. The, the mainstream media has... <laughs> The mainstream media have always been about stirring up controversy. You know, if it leads, it bleeds. Some people, you know, the cottage industry, if this is they say, of controversy. Um, you mean if it bleeds, it leads. You, did I not say you said, that? You said it backwards. Yeah, whatever. It bleeds, it leads, whatever. So, you know, those where people have been content and others go in and stir up controversy... Uh, basically make a living out of that uh, to stir or stir up dissatisfaction and discontent and and certainly you know whenever there is a a close presidential election or someone who's not just uh, uh, you know nondescript I mean that's rare in the White House but there are times when there have been I mean, look at John F. Kennedy, look at, I mean, go back, oh, heck, Teddy Roosevelt, go back to, you know, you can, where someone's had a strong personality or strong opinions about things, go back, read the papers from, you know, 100 yeah. years ago, whatever, I've, yeah. there's nothing new under the sun, it just wasn't on television then, or on radio, it was in the newspapers, and and just the strong divide uh, amongst American people, we have this this swinging pendulum of of conservatism and liberalism has been going on for um, a long time. We we can't seem to have a like a middle of the road. This is you know kumbaya. This is we can all have something. This there seems to be these there these reactionary wide swings in politics especially at at the White House. I mean it's just historically been that way. So it 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 humors me and it frustrates me. Like oh, you know Trump is you know divinely appointed or whatever. Maybe maybe the permissive will of God, I don't know about the right. you know divine will of God appointed. <laughs> I would permitted, not appointed. I mean when in the in the vast you know, in the vast um, timeline of things, uh, you know, eschatology, whatever. Well, the, yeah, occupant, wanna... the, the occupant of the White House is, you know, totally insignificant, totally unimportant. So Deputy Gay think. Man says, Randall, you have some knowledge. I give it to you and Stacy, but I'm against Trump 100%. Well, I, you know... I'm not against Trump 100%. I voted for him because I didn't want to vote for Hillary. Bareface decided to split the vote and vote for somebody who I decided for someone who win. (laughs) I actually just voted for someone who represented my values. Who was never going to win. Because we've been through this. I know we have. And then then Trump gets elected and says, see, it was because of the conservative vote. It was a conservative (laughs) event. You know, if it wasn't for them getting behind him, he wouldn't have won. You know, the the conservative, (laughs) evangelical, you know, Christian vote is is so influential and responsible. Well, if that's the case, if that big block of voters that decided the election actually voted for someone that more represented their values, maybe that person could get elected. It just goes to show you how stupid Christians are generally, right? Mm -hmm. Pretty much. Yeah. Okay, which (laughs) now everybody hates me. All right, well, you know, I I just... uh, alienated half our audience well i'm so sorry people you know but randall was raising his voice and my new cabbage patch babies over there you know they had to hear him did i wake them rampage (laughs) it's just this voting for the lesser of two evils i I never said that did i no i said you split the vote you evildoer randall is the evildoer in this in this room (laughs) no uh there will uh, okay. there will always be a lesser of two evils, <laughs> and I'm it. And that you're right. But for me, what do you mean compared to you? Yeah, no, yeah, actually, uh, he's an angel. And eventually, that <laughs> eventually the lesser of two angels, the lesser of two evils. Sorry, <laughs> the lesser of two evils 
might be 99% evil. The other one's pure evil, 100%, but mm. you, know, you vote for the lesser of two evils, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So Deputy Gay Man said, you all are awesome. Really enjoy you guys. Um, cool. Aw, that's, that's a heart thing. Heart eyes. That was actually a heart nose because I can't yeah. do it. My eyes <laughs> wouldn't work. <laughs> uh, okay, so, that, so, all right. Where was I going with that? Okay, well, anyway, just so you know. Okay, so, but let, backing up just a minute. If that video, like I said, was of Islam's, you know, of, of a follower of Islam and all the Islamic leaders, whatever, if they were like the moderate Islamic or whoever, if somebody came out after them, do you think that followers of Islam would be mocking it and laughing about it like we are this? Uh, there would be some dead video producers, some probably, yeah, dead television, you know, managers, etc. So all this stuff that that's coming, you know, <clears throat> out of the Middle East, you know, the big attack on the the you know the guy that was assassinated and stuff, and people are saying World War Three is going to be here and blah blah, and we're all going to go to war and 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 maybe we are right. Here's the news flash, people. If you read this book, well, this is my copy, but if you read the Bible, there is another big war coming. Yeah, there is. There's a battle of Armageddon cutting, coming. And I always say this, but look, people, America at some point is going to fall. I don't care how much people want to make America great again, etc. blah, 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 blah. It's going to fall. It's got to fall. There's got to be a one world government. And America is going to lose her, you know, sovereignty or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, be ineffective you any, know? anyway in the and And so don't put your hope in our government. I know people are doing that, but don't do it because, you know, your hope is in Christ alone, him alone. By the way, I want to read you from Romans chapter 6, and then I have two other stories I want to get to. But um, I was reading this this morning, and... Um, in my personal devotional time, I've been going through a Bible study that I've been doing. Uh, Lisa Harper um, wrote this study. And um, anyway, <clears throat> so this week in my personal quiet time, and some of you may have seen this reflected in some of the text messages I've been sending out. I've been studying about the Holy Spirit and the role of the Holy Spirit. And... Um, and it's, it's interesting because I sent out a text message a couple of days ago and nobody got it right. I'm like, what the heck is wrong with you people on my text message list? I give you guys a quiz. I give you the citation to go to, look it up, and you still get it wrong. I gave you an open book quiz and you got it wrong. <laughs> and I'm going to read you um, the answer to that quiz, but I got to pull up the text message here. Uh, let's see here. Wait, hold on a minute. Um, that's not it. Yeah, here it is. Yeah. So, the question is, was, what are the three primary roles of the Holy Spirit? Anybody know this before I tell you the answer? Okay. So, in John chapter 16, I'm going to flip over there first. I'm going to read this to you people because this is important to understand, especially when you're looking at scripture and lights of today, right? In the gospel of John chapter 16, I'm going to try to find the page. It's right here in my hand. Beginning in verse five, I'm scratch my nose. Okay. Listen to this. Okay. The word of God says, and this is Jesus talking. He says, but now I'm going to him who sent me. And none of you asked me, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. But I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I go away. For if I do not go away, the helper shall not come to you. But if I go, I will send him to you. And he, when he comes, will convict the world 
concerning sin and righteousness and judgment. Concerning sin because they do not believe in me and concerning righteousness because I go to the Father and you no longer behold me and concerning judgment because the ruler of this world has been judged. I have many more things to say to you, but you cannot bear them now. But when he, the spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all the truth for he will not speak on his own initiative, but whatever he hears, he will speak and he will disclose to you what is to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall take of mine and shall disclose it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore, I said that he takes of mine and will disclose it to you. So this is a little passage and, you know, I'm obviously not doing a study in Romans at the moment or John. I mean, John. But what really struck me in this in this passage in verse eight here We read it again. Jesus says, and he, when he comes, will convict the world concerning sin, righteousness, and judgment. Okay. Now, why is it important that we understand that that's what the Holy Spirit does? Okay. Because it says here, And then he tells us concerning sin. What is that? Because they do not believe in me. Who doesn't believe in Jesus? Those who are bound in sin. It's a big, huge sin, by the way, just so you know. And concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father and you no longer behold me. And who is he who is righteous? Yeah, who is that? That's Christ, of course. He goes to the Father. And then concerning judgment, because the ruler of this world has been judged. Don't miss that part, you guys, because because when Jesus died on the cross, right, and he, he died in our place for our sin, that was the judgment of the devil. Right, Bareface? Um, yeah, and I think it's important. You know, the He, the Holy Spirit, when He comes, and He has come, but Jesus was speaking of the future. Right. Will convict the world concerning sin. Righteousness. Uh, we think of the, you know, the Holy Spirit being our comforter. Right. Which He is, our, our parakletos, the one who walks um, beside us, the advocate. He is, but here He's saying, from from not the non-Christian's perspective, from the perspective of the world, the the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the world, if you will, is convicting the world of sin because they do not believe in me. They, they need to know what sin is. And r- concerning righteousness, because I go to the Father, we don't have the, the flesh and blood Christ among us. Uh, he's not there as, as a... He is living, but not as a present example. He says, because I go to the Father and you no longer behold me. So it's important to have that um, conviction of righteousness, not only sin. Uh, it's good to know that you're a sinner, but, you know, turn from sin to what? you got to know what, you know, righteousness is. And, and concerning judgment, as you said, because the ruler of this world has been judged, that the, um, that the father of lies, the father of sin... You know the the prince of the power of the air, the ruler, the god of this world. Right. The the adversary has been judged, and so therefore, um, those under his power, willingly or unwillingly, or unwittingly, I should say, um, you know, are destined for judgment. So those, when it comes to the ministry of the Holy Spirit in the world, those things are important. Conviction of sin. Conviction of righteousness, because if you're just left in your sin, you know that's not good. You need to know where to turn, and know that judgment is is coming. You know, uh, Yeshua Jesus talked about, you know the the you know Matthew 25, depart from me into the everlasting fire. You know, prepared for the devil and his angels. That's part of hmm. the judgment of the devil of Satan and um, 
but also the destination of those who refuse the the free gift of salvation. We're going on to another yes. <laughs> sermonette here. Okay. Back to you. Back to me. Yeah. Okay. So then in Romans 6, okay, Romans 6 is a great chapter. A lot of people don't read it, though. Um, but I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start in verse... Mm, 15. Okay. I think. No. Well. I was going to no, start in verse 10. Okay, so verse 10, trying to get a good context, people. Okay, so it says here, um, For the death that he died, he died to sin once for all, but the life that he lives, he lives to God. Even so, consider yourselves to be dead to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should obey its lusts, and do not go on presenting the members of your body to sin, as instruments of unrighteousness, but present yourselves to God as those alive from the dead and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not be master over you, for you are not under the law, but under grace. What then shall we, what then, what then shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? May it never be. Do you not know that when you present yourselves to someone as slaves for obedience, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin resulting in death or, or of obedience resulting in righteousness? But thanks be to God that though you were slaves of sin, you became obedient from the heart to that form of teaching to which you were committed and having been freed from sin, you become slaves of righteousness. I am speaking in human terms because of the weakness of your flesh. For just as you presented your members as slaves to impurity and to lawlessness, resulting in further lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves to righteousness, resulting in sanctification. For when you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. Therefore, what benefit were you then deriving from the things of which you are now ashamed? For the outcome of those things is death. But now, having been freed from sin and enslaved to God, you derive your benefit, resulting in sanctification and the outcome eternal life. For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Oh, maybe that went over the head of a couple of you. Um, because it's kind of heavy to read all that, you know, um, but I think what's, what I want to share with you in regards to this is that with the, when the, when the Holy Spirit is in your life and his job is to convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment, but also to counsel us and to convict us, to be our comforter and to be our teacher you know, a lot of people don't, they, they say things like, well, I can't understand the Bible. Well, if you have the Holy Spirit in your life, the Holy Spirit will help you to understand it. Um, that's how I understand it. It's not that I'm super brilliant or anything, um, but it is, um, you know, it's something you, you should meditate on and think about. But what the world does is they don't realize the bondage that they're in. And what Paul here is trying to, to impart to the people is that, look, you have been freed from that sin. You are no longer a slave to that sin, but now you are bound. You're a slave to Christ. You're a slave to righteousness. Um, and what really stood out to me, it was verse 22. But now having been freed from sin and enslaved to God, you derive your benefit resulting in sanctification and the outcome eternal life. Now just think about that a minute. Okay. So when you're a slave to sin and you're bound to sin, the wages of that is death. But when you're, you're a slave to God, the benefit of that is eternal life, right? And sanctification. 
and sanctification, which is like, that's the whole process we're currently in at the moment. Like as we grow in Christ, that's the, that's the part of the sanctification. And of course, Romans goes on to talks about the glorification phase, which happens after we die, basically. Um, and it's interesting to me, I guess, Randall, because when I read this this morning, I was thinking about it. You know, we always pull Romans 6.23 out of context, you know, and say for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. But that's actually a capstone on a little yeah. teaching about bondage and how the Holy Spirit can set us free from the bondage of sin and death. Yeah, it's a bit of a thesis thesis statement yeah well summary statement at the end of a paragraph um or, yeah. a, or you know of a short essay summing it up yeah you know i when i share with folks i'm you know i can really relate to when he's verse um um verse 21 therefore what benefit were you then deriving from the things of which you are now ashamed or as it says um in the new king james or king jack i can't remember one of the king james what fruit did you have then in the things of which you are now ashamed mm -hmm. and yeah i look back to my bc life mm -hmm. you know um whether it was drinking or smoking pot or you know whatever kind of drugs you know, we would say in my youth let's go get wasted <laughs> and that's exactly what it was. It was wasted time, wasted money, wasted brain cells. Mm -hmm. uh, wasted. There was there was no benefit. There was no fruit of it. As 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 Paul writes, um, you know, when you presented your members as slaves to impurity and lawlessness, resulting in further lawlessness, <laughs> it didn't lead to anything. But there was there was no benefit. There was no fruit in it. It just steals. Uh, from your life, when you when you turn yourself over, you yield your members to to sin and unrighteousness. It just results in more of the same. Right. There's no real benefit. Certainly, no personal development. Certainly, no. You know, there's no benefit. And so the the um, you know the ultimate comparison there wrapped up in verse 23 for the wages of sin is death that's what it that's what it earns you you know when when the paycheck comes when payday comes for for your sin you get paid death that's that's it that's the payout for sin yeah. eternal death but the free gift of god is eternal life in christ jesus our lord and that's what people reject though. that's amazing to me yeah now, Gloria makes a good point. She said, some of us have strongholds that has to die. Oh, yeah. Die to the flesh. No doubt. And you know what? It, that's that's so true. And, you know, let me talk about that a minute. Part of, you know, it's interesting. Neil Anderson's book, The Bondage Breakers, making a, a, a resurrection. It's coming back to life again for the however many a time. Um, um, by the way, ChristianBook.com is also having a big sale right now if you if you care <laughs> this show is not sponsored by christianbook.com but they are having sales so if you want to get some stuff they got they actually have a sale going on for a couple of days um that's where i saw it you know the bondage breaker the problem with books like that and things like that is they misinterpret the word of god by taking it completely out of context and making it say something completely different than what it was supposed to say um, and, um, I'm not saying that, you know, you can't break bondages, but that's why the Holy Spirit is so important and understanding and having a relationship with the Lord and the Holy Spirit. He is the one that gives us the power to resist the temptation, to flee the temptation and to be able to renew our mind with God's word if we're obedient. But that takes time you know i'm reminded of arthur blessed who um traveled the world with a cross you know um that's what it means to take up to pick up your cross daily and follow him it, it means to crucify that flesh to not let your flesh get the best of you and you know it's interesting because it's a new year 
you know, and everybody, you know, at the gym, there's like twice as many people at the gym right now. It's driving me and a lot of my friends crazy because it's like, would you people leave? Just leave. Let us let those of us who are committed to our daily exercise forever, just have our gym back, man. You're taking all our parking spots and, you know, just leave. It's too crowded with all you people who are resoluting stuff. Here's the truth. Resolutions don't work. Affirmations don't work. What works is getting an accountability partner and setting goals, you know, and all that. And it's funny because yesterday on my Facebook page, I had, or a couple of days ago, I had asked, do you have any New Year's resolutions? And I got a lot of answers and a couple of people um, had the typical weight loss ones. And I asked a couple of them, do you, do you want an accountability partner? And they both said yes. And I'm like, okay, why don't you two guys match up and be the accountability partner? Dollars to donuts, they're not going to do it. I don't think so. Because accountability is difficult. And you know how I know that? You talk to anybody who's recovered from alcoholism or drug addiction or anything like that. They're the ones, the ones that have recovered, unless God miraculously delivered them from those temptations, they're the ones that have had to literally put these things to the test by crucifying their flesh and resisting that temptation. And in some cases, they actually become addicted to something different than what it was, you know, maybe something lesser than whatever. Um, yeah, and you mentioned, you know, Christian books and, you know, Christian book and their sale there and, and mentioned a book that's got some sort of, sort of a mixed bag when it comes to theology and you can find some great resources from them, but you got to be kind of picky because there is a sort of a mixed bag of resources there. But I can think of one place where you can get books uh, Bible study books and uh, commentary <laughs> stuff that you don't have to wonder whether or not right. it's, it's, by, it's by biblically way, sound. I just got to say to Christy, um, we're not supporters of Trump, just so you know. So we're not the hypocrites, hopefully, you were talking about. Yeah. Just, yeah. Um, but yeah, go go ahead. Ariel Ministries. Yeah, a place where I can send you to where I, I'm confident anything you buy is going to be biblically sound. And that's... Ariel Ministries. You can find them at line at ariel.org, A-R-I-E-L.org for those people listening to the audio. Ariel.org. That's Hebrew for Lion of God. I guess I could say like Ariel, uh, Ariel Ministries. Um, anyway, great stuff there. Anything you buy is going to be good. Uh, biblical teaching from a Messianic Jewish perspective, i.e. biblical uh, because the Bible is a book written by Jewish authors uh, who had hope in Messiah, um, Messiah, Yeshua, Christ Jesus. And remember to use the coupon code BIBLENEWS uh, when you check out. That'll save you 20% on anything and everything uh, you purchase through the store there. And that can really add up uh, 20%. I mean, that's one-fifth off. Um pretty good stuff so be sure and check out Ariel Ministries online mm -hmm. yes also I want to tell you something so I had this thing happen I guess it was yesterday um, I went to a networking meeting and um, I've been going to networking meetings to share about Legal Shield right and so I I got up and I said hey this this went over really well on my call this morning so I'm sharing it here you might remember so I said, hey, everybody, have you ever played Duck, Duck, Goose? And you know, a whole bunch of people raised their hand. And uh, and I got up and I started walking around the room and I, I tapped the shoulder and I said, Duck, Affleck. Walked to the next person and said, Duck, Affleck, Duck, Affleck. I was making fun of Affleck, just in case you were curious, because their, their mascot is a duck, people, in case you didn't know that. Right. Anyway... <laughs> <laughs> and then I said goose and then the person pretended to get up and you know they started like they pretend to get up and run away and I said don't be the goose people and I'm going to say that to you do not be the goose do not be the person without a will when you die don't be the person like who gets in a car accident or a ticket and you don't have our app in the palm of your hand on your phone 
you know, so that you have emergency access. For 25 bucks a month, you get unlimited access to an attorney that you can call anytime. Don't be that person that doesn't have this. You, you drop $25 on junk, most of you, okay, if you're honest. If you look at the money you spend, I know I do. You know, I hate to admit it, but I do. I, I'm frivolous sometimes. I spend $25 on stupid stuff. But the best $25 a month you can spend is on a Legal Shield membership because it gets you far more than that $25 is out of your pocket. And, um, and then I talked about identity theft. You know, the Equifax um, breach took place and there's still time to check to see if you were a victim of that breach. If you go to EquifaxBreachSettlement.com, I just want to make sure I got that right. Yeah, EquifaxBreachSettlement.com. If you go there, if you go to EquifaxBreachSettlement.com, you can find out if you were impacted by that breach. And if you were, you still have time until the 22nd of January to put in a claim so that you can claim $125 as your your payout for their well, for them being breached, okay? Um, and so anyway, I was sharing that because, look, I care about people. And there is a thread in my life that has always been to be the right fighter, to, to be out there defending people. To I had to defend myself, right? And I was talking to somebody yesterday, uh, one of the top women in Legal Shield. She was doing a private coaching session well, it's actually a webinar, but it ended up being two of us in there. So it was really super cool. I got an hour with her and another lady. Um, and she made a comment and it, it really, um, it, it touched me to, it touched the little tender part of me in my heart. And I started to tear up and cry because I thought about it. And, um, you know, she said, you deserve, you know, what is it that you think you deserve, right? And then she, she went on to say, you deserve the best. You deserve the best that, that, that really you can get, right? The best that God has to offer is what we deserve, you know? Yes, we all deserve to die in our sin and to go to hell, right? I mean, I mean, that's what we deserve. But you know what? Jesus didn't think so because he thought we were worthy to die for. So we should no longer have that thought that we're not worthy, that, that we don't deserve anything. If Jesus thought we deserved it, you know, eternal life, then who are we to say that we deserve anything less here on earth, right? And that really struck me because so many people I know, including myself, had a crappy upbringing and let's, let's just be honest, my upbringing doesn't hinder me like it used to, but we are a product of the environment in which we were raised and we, we have had, you know, memory track laid down on us, right? So to speak, you know, things taught to us that have been ingrained in us that God has to root out, change and heal. And so I'm just saying this, you deserve to protect yourself. You deserve it. You deserve to be able to pick up a phone and call an attorney if you need it. If somebody screws you over, to put it bluntly, you have a right to protect yourself. You don't have to take it. And that's one of the reasons why I'm passionate about helping women in particular with the Ladies of Justice part of Legal Shield because so many women take crap that they don't need to take. They take crap from people uh, who lie to them when they go to a car dealership or try to get their car fixed. Uh, they're bullied at work by a man boss sometimes, sometimes by a woman boss. You know, uh, people who don't know better haven't been taught better. And so what I'm saying is I think that by empowering yourself with a legal shield and identity theft membership, you're saying to yourself, you know what? I deserve this. I deserve to protect myself. I'm capable of being protected and I'm going to help other people protect myself and their selves. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so if you haven't yet signed up for a membership, I really need you to do that this month. I'd love you to do it. Um, you know, you can help us meet our goals. I can help you get protected because you deserve to be protected and you don't deserve to be taken advantage of. Okay. 
All right. The other thing is, um, uh, if you want to donate to Bible News Radio, you know, we always just direct you to the website. Go to BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give. Um, I am, again, looking into, um, I, I am looking into, um, actually, I have somebody looking into figuring out uh, how we can afford becoming a nonprofit. Um, I am looking into that. Right now, we're not a nonprofit, but you know what? Maybe Bible News Radio has come to that place where we deserve to like put that money out somehow and then somehow get the papers filed so we can afford it. The only reason we haven't is because we haven't afforded it. And it bothers me because those of you who donate, you can't get a, ta you can't get a, ta a tax break as a result, um, which I think is part of the reason we, we don't get much donations, okay? Um, but for those of you who don't care about donations, then feel free to donate, okay? So BibleNewsRadio.com forward slash give is the place to go. Um, Randall, is there anything else I'm forgetting? In terms of? Announcements, our general announcements. Oh, yes, tomorrow. All right, now tomorrow, people, I have a special guest. This is a guest that uh, we met at a networking group actually here locally. Um, and he has two books. I'm going to read you the title. I got to scroll down here and, and look it up here. I don't have them memorized. Um, I'm going to do that. Yes. Okay. So my guest tomorrow wrote two books. One is called the mind hackers guide to detecting lies, uh, how to instantly accurately recognize when someone is lying, lying and yeah. And then his second book is called The Mind Hacker's Guide to Selling the Science of Easily Ethically Influencing the Human Mind. Um, he is going to be our guest tomorrow at 8 p.m. Uh, he, You remember, you know who I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. Great, pre great presenter. Um, his books right now are free over on Kindle. Um, you can get them for free. Just download the Kindle, Kindle app and look for The Mind Hacker's Guide. Just look for that, The Mind Hacker's Guide. You'll see two books. Um, you can put them on your Kindle and you can read them. They're very interesting. Uh, the reason, and, the, and, my, and he's a believer as well, um, the reason that I wanted him on the show, in particular to talk about um, how to detect lies and stuff, is because deception is the number one tool of Satan. And, uh, anyway, and so I've kind of been interested in the topic of deception because it's, it's super, you know, we all lie. I mean, that's a fact. Every single one of us lies. In fact, he talks about that in the, in his book. Um, and, uh, anyway, long story short, I just think that it's going to be a very interesting conversation tomorrow. So, all right. I think that's it. I think Gloria is going to be back. And, um, we've had some mockers come in here tonight. So anyway, and Mia, I know that you're in there, superhero paramedic. Um, hope that you've had a good day as well. Okay. Bareface, any final comments? Um, no, I know you want to save the other stories for, um, tomorrow. Um, well, we have a guest tomorrow. And I'm pretty tired. Or, or, well, yeah. All right. Unless you'd like to read them, but I'm pretty tired, so. Not necessary. Okay. All right. Well, that's it then, people. I'm tired. You're tired. Yeah, we are. We're all tired, people. And uh, <laughs> I, uh, I hope you check out Ariel Ministries. Um, thank you for celebrating our anniversary proposal date. And, um, I will tell you the reason why this is important is because if Randall had never pro proposed to me 28 years ago, there would not be the show. Just so you know, if you think about it, number one, he produces it. Number two, we're together as a couple. And so whoever he would have married would not have been doing this. So, Definitely not. so you, you never know how significant one question can be in your life. So I want you to think about this before we leave. Number one, 
Do you believe you deserve the best? And if not, why? Okay. So that's it. So remember people be bold, stand up and go with God because he loves you and read the Bible because that actually will show you over and over and over again how much God loves you because he really does.